It's not a podcast. It's a GarCast. And, and this, this is, is the, the world, world according, according to, to Gar. Gar. So worried that they were gonna have a car before we hit record. Hello and welcome to the world according to Gar. You are listening to Garcast episode number one hundred fifty-six. I am Gar, and with me, as always, is the Garfather. Gar, how are you, amigo? Oh, you took a drink when I'm saying hello to you. I thought you were gonna talk a little. I'm doing well. I've had better weeks. Um, Yes. There's definitely residual, I was in the office the last three days, anger, you don't look well. Thank you. I appreciate that. Yeah, yeah. And the, um, uh, the meeting we were just on, you were being a uh, still residual, I hate life because I'm in the office. Uh, it was. I, I, let me, I, I, I don't want to bore our listeners, but I've been sending an email to somebody, an executive in the company for probably at least three months. And then he started to ask questions like he's never seen it before. And, and I was taken back, like, what the hell is going on in this place? Yep, we couldn't tell, but that was how you felt. I was <laughs> shocked. I, I don't, I, this dude is on Mars, I think. I don't think he's of this planet. He might be what the Chinese have discovered. I hope so. Speaking of the Chinese, uh, there seems to be two people in a car. Well, special guest this week is Den Bob and his sidekick, Matthew. Hello, everyone. Welcome to the show. Oh, so good to be here. So I was a little nervous. I thought the show would be a bust and I wouldn't be able to come at all. But now it's even better. This is good. Why is Matt texting and driving? What is he doing? No, that's him looking at his map. I mean, what? Is this the oh, stick? Wait, wait, wait. Is this the, uh, is this the stick ship vehicle? No. No, we're going to get our... Uh, we're going to get gar casting today. This is excellent. That's the name of the boat. It's official. Well, it's no, not official, but we'll see. I am not. My mom's gonna want to name the boat after Gary D. Police. Absolutely <laughs> not. <laughs> I think it's a brilliant idea. Only appropriate that you are driving while gar casting on the way to get gar casting. This is perfect. Where are you, boys? What's your location? So we're currently in Middletown, Connecticut. We're about a half hour away. Did you have to battle through any thunderstorms? Nah, we took the uh, we took the Long Island ferry. Oh, oh you ferried now, across. I just I just want to take a step back because I'm trying not to interrupt. But Gar, did you say that you needed to get grass carpet? I'm sorry, what was the question? Did you say that you needed to get fake grass or grass carpet? Would you fake grass? Oh, you did yeah, say you something said- about grass. I didn't know what you were talking about. You said turf or something. What the hell were you talking about? I have no idea what you're talking about. I don't know. Like, you did say the word. When? When you came on. And I said, where you been? I right. do stuff. Okay. If you, if you have any need for grass carpet, please let me know outside of the guard cast. Put it in, you know. Oh, you got a, a uh, you got a turf guy? I got a guy. I got a guy. AstroTurf? We could do it all. And 
And on Wednesday, the 22nd, I am going to be in the center of the earth, Floral Park, Whoa. at Hitch King, because I have to modify the uh, hitch on one of my cars. So I'm thinking maybe there's uh, something, something. Hitch King? Wait, is that in Hempstead? No, it's in Floral Park. Really? It's supposed to be right by the train station. Okay. Uh, okay. Let's talk. All right. Might be by that movie, that storage place. Okay. Interesting. And maybe we could work something out, a little rendezvous. Although Wednesdays are mandatory office days. This is true. That's right. Mandatory because we're children. <laughs> Gars. And you, live, and you live in New York. In New York, it, everything is mandatory. Even I get angry on Wednesdays because I've been mandated to be there. <laughs> we actually we pulled a power move today there was a meeting sent out to gar and i that it said recommended in the office and we both weren't there so that felt a little the, the only guy that went lives like three hours away yeah it's great <laughs> <laughs> so matt i am uh 46 years old um turning 47 in october um in case you're wondering i don't know why you would want to know that birthday <laughs> october 24th scorpio is that a, is that a thursday by any chance uh i mean let's see oh, jesus this That's is a great timing there young man great time to find out isn't it uh that would be uh no uh, a monday i don't know why you thought it was a thursday well, well I, if it was a thursday you'd have a birthday gar cast I, yeah. birthday on the cast well although with your dad and his rescheduling we could be recording on a monday who the hell knows who the hell knows well, yeah, he does book four months out, so this would line up perfectly. Right. So, to start of this, AstroTurf, do you know this guy? Because is that considered flooring? It is. It is. It would be in my product mix, and I'm looking for a sale. Always ABCs. Always be closing. Yeah. So, my neighbors across the street had a company show up last week or two weeks ago. It was like Turf Masters or something. They had like an army of like 10 guys and did the whole backyard in like an hour. And they, they turfed their backyard? Yeah, I haven't gone to look at it yet. I'm not a big fan. Me neither. But low maintenance. Yeah. Except when your dog shits on no, it. No, I have a friend and the dog, it, like, he has a whole turf backyard. He has three dogs. It's not a problem. Oh. Huh. I would think he just, They're like, hose dog. it off. Yeah. Did they, uh, did they get rid of the cancer-causing pieces that they put in the uh, turf yet, or are we still going with that? They only yeah. put that at the high schools. You just don't eat it. It's fine as long as you don't eat it. I don't know if I would. I don't know if it'd be so good if you're living on it. Well, you don't feel. Uh, you know, wear, wear socks. If you wear socks, you don't have to walk barefoot. Yeah, I think he built like a big outdoor bar situation, and then he's probably got a lot of furniture on top of it. I got to go over and take a look, sneak a peek. I don't know. I mean, anyway. the new the new turf does look much better. So at least he's got that going for him. Oh, turf is flooring. Check. Got it. Um. Are you taking the boat back on the ferry? No, we, no, we we pull it. What would they charge you to put a boat on the ferry? I don't. Oh, uh, it's like another car. <laughs> no, hey, no, I, I'm going to try and catch the ferry. It's another car. Interesting. Really? Can I put, can I put my boat on your boat, dude? That that's like a big person going on a plane. That should be more than two seats. That's that's a three seater. Well, it might be depending on the size. Mine has. Well, you know, you might be right. Reserve for the length. You you reserve for the length. It's you tell right. them how long it is. So that's yeah, mine too might much be, money. It's not worth it. You got the kid driving. Just drive around the city. 
you know what it is? You can't go on any parkways. It's not an easy drive. Why don't you go uh, drop it in the water and then just drive it back across the uh, sound? We could, we could, but we'd still have to come around with the trailer because yeah. it came. So you it. go on the ferry, Matt drives the boat, and you guys are good. No, you, no. you meet no, back no, up. It's... it's just like when he met your grandfather. I mean, his grandfather. Oh my God. Low blow, guys. <laughs> Yo, wait a minute. He's not in the car with you guys? <laughs> I told him just to go home. He, he came to our he house. He offered. He was, he was fishing around. He was, you know, he's like, how are you getting there? Who's going? I know where he was going with it. He was he on our be, porch at 6 a.m. He's probably right behind you. Look in the rear, look in the, look in the rear view mirror. <laughs> <laughs> that poor bastard. You got, uh, he keeps Wouldn't be the first time. I would. My mother used that. to follow me to school. I, I used to walk to school, but she didn't think I should be allowed to walk, even though everybody walked. So she would like hide behind the bushes and watch, make sure I got there. Did they not have buses yet? Were those? Were you we were too close. Oh, no, I thought they just didn't have buses invented yet. No, no, buses were invented. So speaking of fat people on planes. Yeah, I was on one this weekend. Yeah, yeah. So I don't know if, I mean, Matt, I, hope, I, well, I don't care if Matt's here. He decided to join the GARCast. He's going to have to deal with it. If, um, <laughs> if you guys are looking to do a family vacation oh, in Montauk, no. the Boscos, don't I mean, do you guys like horseback riding? Because I love um, horseback riding. Yeah, you can't. You may not want to bring Colleen horseback riding. Oh, because <laughs> because um, no. apparently there's a tick TikTok star, yeah. Remy Bader. I don't know who she is. Maybe Matt knows who she is. She has 2.1 million followers on TikTok. She was vacationing in Montauk, went to Deep Hollow Ranch, which is by the way, the United States' first cattle ranch, as the sign goes. Um, and they wouldn't allow her to ride a horse because she was over 240 pounds. Yep. Yep. 240. Yeah. You have to have a Clydesdale well, to be able to handle that. Yeah. But apparently, um, you know, you don't want to do that to the fat chick that's got 2.1 million followers on TikTok. So what do you do? You kill the yeah, horse? You're going to kill no, the horse. The no, horse will break in half. New York the horse State. Has rights too. Our favorite state. Um, got rid of and this is interesting because i wonder what the PETA people think about this new york's there used to be a rule there used to be a weight limit or something like that apparently new york state got rid of that rule uh favoring fat people over horses backs um and that there should there is no uh restriction on how much weight a horse can carry so so they ruled in favor of the person and not the horse correct so in new york they are ruling well, it was a very close vote. Uh, I don't know if you guys heard about the happy elephant. Have you heard about that? No, but just, just, to, just, I just, I have to read this. Sorry about just the, the story. So she, she said, hold the elephant thought. And this is perfect. Um, she says she gets that some places have weight requirements and I'd never want to hurt the horses, but it was the way I was spoken to and laughed at by the owner. Oh, and she posted a video on TikTok of a teenage employee who said, when you're not a fat bitch, you can ride at Deep Hollow Ranch. Huh. Oh, sometimes, my Lord. That is not sometimes the truth just hurts. That's all there is to it. That is not a good look for Deep Hollow Ranch. My goodness. Oh, my God. Woof. That's funny. But, but it is funny. Leave it to New York State to have to give people regulations because we love to regulate here. Yeah. Um, and we decided to regulate that you can be as big as you want. We just let the individual businesses make their own decisions of what their horses can handle. Yeah. 
Stop but interfering, for God's sake. Maybe they shouldn't have said exactly what they said to it, but... You just see, because the horses can understand. They understand the people. The horse probably saw the conversation and was right. like, thank God. I bet you the horse was really happy because the horse must have been like, what the fuck are you thinking? Look at me. <laughs> like, Look oh at my, me. Oh, my. I can carry you. Oh, my God. And they were God. probably all, like, lining up behind each other because none of the horses wanted to carry her. So they're right. like, oh, God. Like, they were all, like, you know, not making eye contact, getting some yeah. hay, shitting. They Well, they always do that. Yeah, that's that's a rough Rough look for DiPaolo Ranch. See if they can recover. America's oldest cattle ranch. But what were you saying about elephants? So in the Bronx Zoo, somebody sued on behalf of the happy elephant using the writ of habeas corpus, saying that it was a sentient being who was unlawfully imprisoned and should be set free. <laughs> what? I like it. Yes. Somebody when- sued, tried to sue New York State. They actually put a case... To it a court. To, it went to the Supreme Court. Of New York State? Of New York State. So my tax money went to this yes. freaking bullshit? Yes. And, and But get this. It wasn't. So it wasn't thrown out on the lower level. It wasn't thrown out on the appellate level. It wasn't thrown out. It, it was at the Supreme Court, and it was not even anonymous. They voted five to two. Two people. Thought felt, that uh, elephant should get money? The elephant should be set free yeah i mean i get that i mean let's just put it this way if i was ever you know an astronaut who landed on planet of the apes and they threw me in a cage at a zoo i would hope one of the apes would have stepped up as uh, and, and sued on my behalf i like it <laughs> so so but so so the question was the question was was the so habeas corpus which apparently was supposed to be used for prisoners uh who were unlawfully detained uh, that, that that only applies to people. And since the elephant was not a person, this is as the law was written, the, the elephant is not a person, therefore is, is not uh, entitled to the writ of habeas corpus, I guess the right. How do we know if the elephant identifies as a person or an elephant? You know what? That might be with the other two. That might be the two that dissented. That might have been their perspective. He, you know, the elephant is currently identifying as a person and therefore should. Uh, yeah. Who are we to yeah. judge? Who are we to judge? Good. That's a good point. Oh. So that's what I got on the happy elephant. That, that's a good one. Happy elephant. Hmm. That's his happy. name. Happy. Happy. Yeah. You know, that's not Gar's name when he's in the office. We don't. Call is him. it so bad to be in the zoo? Come on. He doesn't have to worry about finding food. They probably Predators. love when he has sex. They you don't have it. to worry about predators, right? No predators. Just walk around. Probably got air really? conditioning if he wants it. They're treating him all right. Oh, he has the like, best it, medical care in the world. It sounds exactly like working in the office. Air conditioning, <laughs> free coffee, power. Sounds great. See? Think of yourself as the elephant guard. You'd want out. Call yeah, me happy. His, <laughs> his life in the zoo might have been too regulated. And that might have been the issue. Yeah, way too way too regulated. You need freedom. You need freedom. I saw they were bringing the circus back without elephants. That's a problem. I mean, without animals, that's a problem. That's just called an acrobatic show. Maybe they could get the lady from TikTok to be one of the animals. Yeah, put her. <laughs> Maybe people could ride her around. <laughs> a put a horse idea. get on her back. That'd be great. Yeah. So we got some good listener feedback. I know it's too early for it, but. Uh, is it? 
Matthew was, it's always good to get a five-star review. So on the car ride, you know, did we talk about the mission that we went on in the last podcast? No. So Nick and I had to go all the way to Virginia, just like we went to get carpet in Ohio last year. We had to go to Virginia in the middle of the summer, but this time to move our apartment. So we took our trusty pickup truck with uh, Windmiller. Do we know who Windmiller is? Oh, they know who Windmiller is. It was me, Windmiller. Yeah, we couldn't get a flight this time. I don't know. It was me, Windmiller, and uh, Nick, and we're getting bored of music, and we're like, all right, let's listen to something funny. So we started playing like Sebastian Maniscalco, the comedian, like podcast, yep. and we yep, were just yep. like sitting there, straight faced, not laughing. And then Nick was like, all right, what if we play the guard cast? And we start playing it, and then Redmond starts roasting my mom, and we're just cracking up. <laughs> 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 It's always good. Always good. It's like when I, when I'm not sure how I'm gonna get a laugh, I just I just default to that. It's it's always a win. <laughs> it's a defense mechanism. I understand. It's my go-to. It's my go-to. Yep. Doesn't take a lot of talent to make fun of your mom. Thanks. Did you hear about the um the the Braxteen anger on the uh, on the road trip? Dude, Nick was upset in the morning. He's like, my mom thinks that we're gonna jail. I just like, oh poor guy. Gotta cut him a little slack sometimes. Here's the here's the backstory because I see Please. Mike's wondering yeah, what, what the hell's going on. So Nick on one of his trips to Tennessee this year with Mason got a speeding ticket in Virginia. I think he was oh, doing 83. Oh, we've talked about that before. You can't speed in Virginia. He did. No, He's there's a kid. So kids are gonna do what kids do, right? So we got oh. this ticket and he had a court date and he had said it was on I don't know, the, the Saturday of the weekend that they were going. Yeah. So Christine's like, it can't be on a Saturday. And he's like, it is. I checked. And then he double checked the day before. And the court date was actually on the Friday when they were leaving. Of course, it's so not on a Saturday. Nicholas called and delayed it. Uh-huh. Braxteen, Friday morning after Nick leaves, says, he left his ticket here. I'm like, well, he doesn't need it. He, uh, he pushed it out. He got the dates mixed up. She goes, are you kidding me? He's going to go to jail. I'm calling him now. I'm like, why are you calling him? She goes, I'm calling him. Because someone's got to be the parent. She calls him up and just starts yelling at him. So he hangs up on her. Got it, the guard. Now she's yelling at me again. I got to be a parent. And how could I let this happen? Do you know he could go to jail? And he, I'm like, what is he going to jail for? She goes, because he's not paying the ticket. I'm like, he doesn't have a ticket yet to pay. He's fine. After court, then you pay it. Relax. So we got into a fight. Nick was probably pretty upset in the car, I would imagine. No? Yeah, you know, he's just like, why is my mom? He, he just felt like he was being attacked. He felt like half of the elephant, trapped and regulated. <laughs> yeah, a couple things there. Brexteen's not wrong. She obviously listened to the Garcast when I told my Virginia speeding ticket story and what a racket it is down there, and that it is basically a uh, like a felony if you're over 10 miles per hour. Um, yes, that yeah. is true. Over 80s reckless yeah. driving in Virginia. Yeah, yeah, it's a big deal. So the Brack is right on this one. I don't always side with the Brack, and I'm glad she remembered that I spoke of it. She um, didn't listen to the Garcast. She has no idea what you is, said. She is such a lunatic. I don't know why you don't want to work in the office every day. She's and- not here. <laughs> Summer and then three, Matt, how do you feel about Braxteen? She is, she's very nice to me. Whenever I come over, she always talks to me because Nick doesn't tell her anything. So she actually gets a lot of her <laughs> from me. So we always chat. We catch up. It's great. So, she does attack all of Nick's friends to get information about Nick. Like Luke. Matt, uh, whoever's at the house. So what's going on with Nick? Does he have a girlfriend? Is right. he, every time, every time. You know, all that shit. 
Oh, she she always asked the girlfriend question. I think it's probably usually in there now. Yeah, no, she likes to ask. She's like, any girls? Any girls? I'm like, do you really want to know? Like, I mean, that's really want to know the answer. No, no, you don't want to know the answer. That's very close-minded of her. She really should be asking like any love interests. It could be of anything. It could be an animal. It could be a right. man. She's more woman. progressive. Yes, yes, she's very conservative. We like that about her, though. Have you ever seen her shop vac? And there's probably a lot of tension. There's a lot of tension in the house because, uh, you know, there's the gar anger overflow from the office. So, yeah, like Thursdays must be hell in that house. Oh, when, when I get home at the end of the day, I'm fine. What about I'm not Sun- happy when I'm in the office. I will tell you that. Sunday, Sunday evenings. How are Sunday evenings going recently? Usually fine. Okay. All right. And when you go to the office, do you still do your morning brack walk? Yep. That's cute. That's cute. Yeah, we well, that's how you keep your wife in shape. If only Bosco would do the same. No, I'm going. My, Colleen is on keto. She's she's all all svelte. I'm the fatty now. All right, that's good. You got her in a good place. I'm getting weighted at a rapid pace. I may have to get a new boat because I won't fit in this one. <laughs> yeah, and you know boats promote fatness because you're not you know you're not walking. Yeah. you're not doing anything. It's not good. Not yeah. good at all. I was just in Chicago with the floorboards this weekend. Were the turf people there? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Turf people represented on the floorboard. That's good. Did you have any good motivational speakers? No, this was this was an expose, and we got to meet all of the brass of all the manufacturers. Is your camera on? Yes, yeah, you're, you're just giving them an earshot the whole time. They don't. Well, yeah, I think they've been looking at your ear the whole time. That's uh, not happy with my video placement. It's fine. No, it's fine. I got a good look at uh. Matt driving two hands. Uh, ten and ten and t- uh, no, you you were doing a little uh little nine and three there. I think a little nine and three. Well, I just want fingers, you know. Yeah, uh, <laughs> careful now. You using cruise control or what's the story? Nah, she's cruising nine sixty five. I got it. I'm in control. Brack would be happy. I don't like when the cruise control regulates me. <laughs> I'm a free man. I choose my. Speed. Yeah, I'm not a. Uh, I'm not a uh, cruise control guy myself. I'm a cruise control guy, for sure. It's a a good way to keep yourself from going too far over the speed limit. Something I should teach Nick. Yeah, yeah, use the cruise control as a regulator. Nick, when we drove, I let him drive the pickup truck because it was such a long drive. He would not go over 75. It was pretty funny. He was like, I am going this speed. I'm not getting another ticket. I told him, like, stay within, like, seven miles of the speed limit at your age right now. He's a good driver, though. I, I don't mind driving him at all. Some people are nuts. He's good though. So, so I'm on my way, on my way to my uh, floorboard meeting. I, I left at a LaGuardia airport on Saturday afternoon. I think I lost everybody. No, you didn't lose this. Yeah, yeah. Gary, the guard is just kind of speechless today. He's angry. I, he's, I not, he's not talking. Like he's angry. He's not, not angry. Talking. I keep st- I keep waiting. I keep pausing to see if he'll talk. So I'm in the airport and waiting for my plane to come in. I'm sitting across from the pilot and co-pilot that are going to be on the plane. And uh, I thought it would be interesting people watching. And the the co-pilot was like, he looked like he was 11 years old. He weighed like 95 pounds and he was biting his fingernails. I was immediately concerned. Why would the person who's operating this huge piece of equipment taking on this immense responsibility has a nervous habit? that, that doesn't mean that they're nervous. Yeah, it I mean, does. I, it does. You shouldn't be biting your fingernails. You got to be on the controls. 
How is he going to how is he going to discipline himself to be manning the controls of the plane when he's got the urge to bite it? I wanted to tell him, get your fingers out of your mouth. Stop it. I think it's better that he does that because it like keeps you awake. I, did you see recently that the pilot and co-pilot on a flight to Rome fell asleep? No. <laughs> yeah, the, the radio, they were trying to get them on the radio. They were they were about to launch the fighters. They, they ended oh up in uh, they ended up in the train yard at the end of the Long Island Railroad tracks. Exactly. Same concept. <laughs> so yeah, it's better to be chewing nails, chewing gums. I let him smoke a cigarette, whatever keeps him awake. You don't want the pilot falling asleep. You know what I mean? It's no good. Right, Gar? I'm with you. Right. And then he was all he was all millennial. So he was talking to the pilot who is probably our contemporary, maybe a little older. Uh oh. And he was I think Bosco's having a stroke. Titled. Stroking out. <laughs> Stroking yeah, well, out. So, so then I thought it was gonna get better, right? Because I get on the plane. As usual, I'm the last one on because I just figure I no reason to sit on the plane more than I have to. And uh, it's United, so seats are assigned. And uh, I'm going to go to my seat, and in it is like a model hot woman. And I'm like, huh, who's better than me? But she had to go move because it was my seat. So I looked at her, and I showed her my ticket. And I was like, you know, excuse me, I think you're in my seat. And she's like, oh, you know, do you mind sitting in the middle? And I was like, so all this is going through my head, but she was hot. So I was like, yeah, I love the middle. It's actually my favorite. I like to sit in the middle. And then once she got what she needed out of me, it was as if I did not exist. As if Happy the Elephant was sitting next to me. Everybody Beautiful loves Happy, not you though. Beautiful people get whatever they want all the time. Yep, yep, right. it happens. So it speaking, happens. Of, speaking of beautiful people, Gar, what, what was the big news yesterday? I think Rebecca broke the story. Credit to her. I got to give her credit. That, this is uh, big news. Yeah, the, uh, the some Chinaman discovered uh, aliens. Is that what happened? Oh, I do. I do. We're talking about the other China. Well, we'll get to that in a second. That's tremendous. Um, Rebecca was all over the news wires yesterday. Yeah, she was. She was hot on the wires yesterday. So yeah, I guess. I, I mean, I don't really know much, but the Chinese apparently had an article, or the government released something saying that they had evidence of aliens, or some sort of contact. Maybe I'm not sure. And then whatever they published got deleted immediately. Yep. So we could be looking at true aliens. I think I might be working for an alien. You, you are. Yes, the executive is ignoring your emails. He probably misses them because he's busy doing alien things. He actually wasn't even on the planet to read them. I, I believe you might be right. I mean, they're probably here, right? Already? Yes. So no? I, we were talking a little yesterday, and I, I held back so we could talk on the GARCast. Um, you know, if you think, obviously, I certainly believe that there are aliens and there's probably an infinite number of aliens out there are life forms, obviously, because I don't think there's any end to the universe, right? Mm -hmm. But I don't know that physical life beings are here. I believe if they are sending people here or beings or something that we would interpret as that would probably be like a robot with intelligence that's been downloaded, like, you know, they just download from my brain and send it on to him and right. or her or sexless because it's just an Android to come down and monitor us. I could see that. I've certainly ran across people that would fit that uh, description. Yeah. 
Yeah. Definitely. I hope hope it's true. Michu Kaku was on Joe Rogan, which was excellent. And they talked a little bit about this kind of stuff and more about people and, and making digital backups of your memories and stuff like that. I guess William Shatner just did something. He did like a video interview for like days so that he could actually speak to like great, great grandchildren in a video form based on all his interviews. That's pretty cool. Not wild. Should all do that, right? You got to listen to the guard that 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 Joe Rogan episode. It was yeah, I got to get on that. I got to get on that. Oh, the Boscos may have crashed. I hope they did. That's, he, that's he just great he's only in, he's, he fell off the ferry. Only because it's good for the guardcast, not because I want. No, the- I think I'm still here. You just can't see me. We hear you. Yep, we hear you. Is Matt okay? Yeah. No. You know what it was while we were talking about Rebecca. I, I thought she had an experience on the subway that might be an interesting read. What, Bosco, did you write you an think? email for her again? Why do you have to pretend it was her when it was you? Like, it's just weird <laughs> when you do this. So weird. No, no, no. I mean, would you, would you like me to uh, give an attempt at reading? I know it's usually Mike's area, but I have to text. She she texted you? She did. She was very, was this yesterday? Yes. The creative juices were flowing yesterday. All right, go ahead, Bosco. So we were on a regular text, uh, a couple of us that ride the train together. And uh, she says, I have a story. A young woman just went off on me on the subway. And I said, Rebecca, don't be mean to attractive women. You are pretty too. She replies, no, she was not remotely attractive, but she was a psycho. (laughs) Actually, looking around, she got off the same stop as me. Hopefully she's not following me. So here's the story. I'm on subway, standing with my back to the doors and my elbows slightly leaning on the top of the bars to my right. There's a very short woman, description important, sitting to my right. Her head doesn't come anywhere near the top of the, tr- the three metal bars, the top one being where my elbow was, not hooked over the bar and not hanging over the woman's head. I replied, stop, Rebecca, you lost me at short. You were wrong. But she kept on going. Then this woman gets on, probably in her 20s, and after Grand Central, she just lays into me that I need to move my arm because it's the tiny, petite little lady's face. I was so taken aback, so I asked, what is she talking about? She's like, your arm is in her face. Hold the pole like everyone else. You don't get to lean. I look down to the lady sitting. She's totally fine. I say she's fine. I have no idea what you're talking about and why are you engaging with me? She keeps going and I'm like, enough already, stop talking. She's like, well, the woman can't speak for herself. I again say, she seems fine. Stop engaging with me. Why couldn't she speak for herself? I don't know, I don't know. She, well, I think she was a, a Chinaman and, and a lot of times they're very docile beings and don't, and don't <laughs> want to speak up for themselves. Oh, maybe I just thought it was a language. Did character. not know that, that's very good to know. So Rebecca said, I said, are you going to stop? She's like, I can keep going. Then she says, the fuck? Not sure if that was what the fuck or a you fuck or a completely new phrase, the fuck. That's not a new phrase. I I just shook my head and looked back at what I was reading on my phone. So freaking weird. That's a millennial thing. My reply, obviously, was she hot? (laughs) Rebecca, not at all. Unless you're into posts through the nose and ill-fitting scrubs. Okay. So, uh, Rebecca, be careful out there and stop messing with people. 
I don't know. I don't know. I, I really, she lost me. I, I think she was really not being nice to the shorties. Uh, it's clearly Rebecca's fault. But the, so, yeah, yeah. the big news. The she big gave us some really good news yesterday. From Rebecca. She was all of the big news. Is that, um, you know, one of the lowest, speaking of alien life, one of the lowest forms of human life. Um, Happy elephant. Something happened to him. Gar, you want to you tell everybody what it was? Apparently, the man that invented COVID and killed thousands, hundreds of thousands of people now has COVID. The CEO of COVID-19 himself. <laughs> Dr. Fauci. Fauci got COVID. Fauci got COVID. Now, Mike brought up a great point, and there's got to be something behind this. Yeah, you know, I don't trust this. This it's is crazy. for a new lockdown. or there's, there, He is brewing something here. Yep. Agreed. Christine said, and actually I thought she was pretty, pretty spot on. She goes, you know, he waited for it to be very, very mild and then got it so that he could um, talk about how, how well the, the vaccine worked and shit like that. Like it was completely planned. I think she has a point. Oh no, my conspiracy theory antennas are buzzing. This is, this is something. There is totally (laughs) something coming from this, right? definitely uh right because i'm like a sheep i i I fall right into this (laughs) now i hear this and i say well fauci got it then well so this is the way i'm listening well if fauci got it then there's no way to stop from getting it no matter what you do masks just because this guy wore six masks not true he only wore them in front of the camera even in 2020 we caught him at a a baseball game maskless uh no way yes that the cap the washington uh what were they what's that baseball team the Nationals. The Nationals. When he spiked the ball into the ground. Yeah. Yep, that was him. He's a fraud. We know that. Uh, but he's up to no good. It got him back in the news. Oh, boom. Even I got, you know. Well, there he is. I haven't seen him in a while. That could be a big part of it. Yeah. This is, do not trust this. Do not trust this. So that was big news. Thank you, Rebecca. If he died, I mean, how much celebrations would we have on the Garcast? Yeah, she did get, Rebecca did throw it out there like everybody's favorite doctor or something. And we were a little concerned that it was Dr. Bemo. Yeah. I, you know, the way she wrote it, it confused me. She wrote like a Gar Speaks. Yeah, I got to spend, I would say, approximately six or seven hours with not Dr. Fauci, because uh, he'd be dead. Dr. Bemo, uh, last weekend. Excellent. That must have been amazing. We were at the swim meet together. Um, it was funny because Saturday morning... I got there at eight o'clock, which I thought was the arrival time. And I rolled into the officials room and like everyone was there already. Hmm. And uh, for those who have never met BMO, he's a, he's a presence. He's a big man. So I spotted him right away and over and shook his hand. And then the head official was like, Mike, didn't know if you were coming. You didn't respond till last night. And I said, well, thanks to this guy. He reminded me yesterday because he did. So uh, BMO was great. So BMO is a highly accredited swimming official. He's a referee. He's qualified to be a referee, a starter, stroke and turn. I am merely a stroke and turn official and a starter's apprentice. So I had a lot to learn from the great one and um, got to see him do something. This was very exciting that many officials who even I know have never seen done before. So and it was perfect because I am studying to be a starter, which I think I should be. I'm pretty much there. But when I was taking the exam. They talked about when you're starting a swim race for people who are hearing impaired. 
and there's all these hand signals that you have to use. Because huh. you know, the starter says, take your mark, and then you hit the buzzer, right? Obviously, the hearing impaired are not going to hear that. I saw that finger, Matt. So they come in the room while we're all meeting. I'm sitting next to BMO, and they go, uh, who's the starter? They're like, oh, this guy. They're like, yeah, we have a deaf swimmer. He's like, the look of, a look of fright came across BMO's face because now he had to, and he had it in his bag. He had the rule book. So now he had to practice the hand signals and the kid was going to swim three times. So this was, this was highly anticipated during the meet. They bring the child out. They put him in lane one, right in front of the starter, right? It says BMW. So the kid was talking over my story here. They're talking over my story. <laughs> Big story. So rude. I don't know how your father deals with this. Senior, that is. So BMO was nervous. So I'm watching him. He's got the mic. He's got this. You, you hold like a, uh, a, a microphone in your hand, right? So he's still got to speak for the other nine swimmers. But now he's got to do hand signals at the first time for, at the same time. It's like your arm is up. When the whistle blows, when the whistle blows, you shake it. And you say, take your mark, you lower it halfway. And then when you buzz, you go down. So he got himself so whatever. He didn't even say, take your mark. I don't know what happened. The horn blew. His arm went down. Kids are falling in the pool. It was oh, that's was great. great. He had to do get everybody out of the water, redid it. But he uh, he composed himself. He got it done and he successfully did it the other two times. Wow. It was pretty funny. That's nerve wracking. Yeah. Did, he does said he, he had, never, did he ever, has he ever had to draw a picture drives. of a false start? Yeah, so you're going to have to definitely loop around. There had to be a street picture of or a missed turn. You have a oh, wait, mute wait, button, USS? I have a mute button. the camera. Oh, like that's going to prevent noise from coming through. He's there it is the mute button. I mute. I did it. Close the door. You're muted, then, Bob. All right. What's going All right, on? Close there? the door. Can we mute you? Okay. Sorry, people just came home from the uh, Algebra One Regents. Oh, actually, Maria's getting picked up by Anto right now. I was asked to get picked up, but I refused to uh, do the guard cast in the car and change devices on you. Um. So that was pretty funny. And then uh, BMO and I actually, he got to be the referee the next day, and I was the starter. So we were a tag team. Oh, nice. Look at you. It was cool. We had fun. I'm He's got such a deep voice, like a loud, deep voice. He doesn't even need the microphone. He's good. Scary, huh? Yeah. Then, Bob, you're worried. on mute because you were too loud. So if you want to talk, that, you have to unmute yourself. I was worried that he had the COVID. And then what would I have done if I was near him on Saturday and Sunday? What would I have done, Gary? Done nothing. Maria had a cold this week. <laughs> On, on Monday, she woke up, she had uh, low-grade fever and some sniffles. Braxteen, I, I, I think I went I went for a run. I come home from my run, and there's a COVID test on the counter. I'm oh. like, what is this? She goes, I tested Maria. She's got a cold. She's got a fever. I'm like, what's her fever? She goes, 99. I'm like, that's not a fever. It's a low-grade. It's nothing to be concerned with. She goes, well, should we send her to school? I'm like, leave her home. It's the last day of school. She's got final tomorrow. Give her some medicine. Next day, she woke up. Low grade, 99. We gave her some medicine. She felt better. She went, she took her test. She kept asking me, should I give her another COVID test? I'm like, she no, no. Her, wait, she took her school test. not Correct. A, not a COVID not test. Being clear. Braxteen's all over me. I had to go to work, of course. Of course. Um, you know, I checked in with her. She said she felt fine. She went to her friends. She went swimming. She's fine. Yeah. But so Braxteen loves to test people. Maybe we should, since Dr. Fauci has COVID, I think we should all test. It's just so dangerous out there. Oh, it is very dangerous. Bosco I, probably I, took, 
two tests. I, I saw an article today that they're anticipating another terrible fall of, of COVID. Of course. You know what? This lines up. This is part of the Fauci thing. He's got to, you know, falls only a few months away. Yeah. Winter is coming. COVID is coming back. COVID's coming. Look at the Moscos. That's a good new phone positioning. Isn't that beautiful? You think they know they're on mute? I don't know. They don't you know. know what they're doing. Yeah. He's not that technical. Wow. He needs Matt. I couldn't get the boat. He wants to sit in the parking lot of the boat center so we can talk to you guys. Oh, you're there. You guys made it. Good job. Yeah. It wasn't easy. You heard us get distracted. I yeah, like I, is that good? It was hidden. Is that Colleen's snack bag behind you? Did she pack you something? <laughs> yeah, no. yeah, this is Colleen's snacks. <laughs> awesome. Oh, I just saw another car pull in behind you. That must be your dad. There he is. <laughs> he just caught up. He's actually there. The boat's already trailing to his car. <laughs> He's halfway home. <laughs> hey, yeah, I'm Bosco. Give me that boat. Uh, Mike, you want to open up email? I know we yeah, got we, one. We got one here, pal. Um, let's get it on. Uh, this is from loyal listener Rob O'Donoghue. And he has got his own little everlasting chain going, which I'm sure Guar would appreciate. He's still riding the episode 114 check-in email. And we're now up to 156. So well done, Rob. Um, good morning, Garfellas. This was sent last Friday. So this is probably a live. I love when he does this. Types it up right after he uh, listened. It's been a long time. This is, this is Guar- Guarian length, by the way. Oh, no. And I'm, I'm able to write this as I'm at my desk on a Friday. And I'm able to write this as I'm, I'm out of practice because you read last week. <laughs> I messed you up. You got to take over the bad reading now. Yeah. I'm at my desk on a Friday morning for the first time in a while. Glad to be able to listen and provide rolling feedback to episode number 154. I thought last week was 155. What's today? It was. Maybe he was a day. Maybe he was a week behind. He could be. That's possible. I want to assure you I've been out there listening and promoting the show. I'm going to take credit in bringing John Callia in as a new listener and include him in the million member Gar Army. I'm going to bring the show to the West Coast as we have a family trip planned to Oregon at the end of the month. Well, that's exciting. Ooh. A few questions and comments to explore on next week's show. Hmm. One. All right, Bosco, this question's for you. What was the name? Now, Rob, we tried to get this out of him, but we'll see if he'll give it up now. What was the name of the piano bar in which Den Bob danced and partied at? The Stumble Bosco. Inn. What? The Stumble Inn. Stumble Inn. Oh, I, I know that place. I've been to a few piano bars. So it wasn't a piano bar. It was just a, a hall, and they brought a piano in. Yes. Okay. I've been to a few... Two pianos. Two pianos. I've been to a few piano bars in my day, and they're always a good time. A popular chain used to be Howl at the Moon, but their New York City location closed during the pandemic. So sad. Fauci probably has those pianos in his house. (laughs) Mike, your memory of the Scout car wash story and fundraiser was right on. I would have loved to have had the Garcast there, and I did think about it, but never made it to to an email. I think I'll do another fundraiser in the fall, as this past one was very successful. Excellent. Bosco, you can come to the night to Columbus. I'm in. Free. I wanted to share a quick story on podcasting. Hmm. I was at a client golf outing on Long Island recently, and at the cocktail reception, I saw two guys with golf polo shirts, and on their shirt was their podcast show. I think the Garcast should get some nice shirts for promo. We do have gear, Rob. We have a whole store. It's on the show link, the show notes. Unbelievable. Read the show notes. Oh, he addresses that. Sorry, Rob. I did check out the Cafe Press site, but you only have T-shirts. I think I may purchase a decal for my truck and commuter car. Keep an eye out for that in town. Okay, very good. I can. What does he want? A sweatshirt? Uh, I think he wants a golf shirt. 
We can, I can add that in there. The big golf shirt guy. I think it comes from being in construction because they like to throw their company names on golf shirts and wear them on site and, and they go to golf outings. Bosco probably Matt has. Matt looks scared. Chelsea flooring. What's the matter with Matt? I'm not looking. No. Yeah, we'll get, we can get some GarCast uh, golf shirts. Right. No problem. Four. I have a question for Guar. Oh, great. This will lead to a big email for next week's show. <laughs> I heard your email story about the French regions and heard you went to Malloy High School in Queens. We are, that's been covered many times, Rob. As Mike knows, there are several alumni listeners in the group. When was Guar at Malloy? Could we have been in the hallways at the same time? Well, Guar went to Malloy a thousand years ago, so probably not. We'll, we'll, we'll let him reply with those details. But he, uh, he's significantly older than you, Rob. So probably wasn't in the halls, but probably was in the halls with maybe your brother-in-law. Five. A congrats to Ryan on her MVP award. I won't tell her that you spelled her name wrong. Could have been a typo thing. For the varsity swim team. I sense a future captain in the making. Absolutely. Six. I know Mike isn't a big golfer, but, but by way of this email, I'm inviting the GAR crew to the Floral Park Knights of Columbus golf outing on Friday, September 16th. It's Ooh. being run by John Callia. That's our newest listener at the Douglaston Golf Course. I in think your th <laughs> threesome could qualify as the celebrity group. Well, if we're the celebrity group, does that mean you guys cover our expenses? Hmm, get back to us. Yeah, let's know. I'm in if it's covered. Yep. Devin, Amy. I'm a big fan of keeping the show to an hour. Well, this email's not helping. Well done this episode. <laughs> By the way, it's not over yet, kids. Here's a second list of, of numbered items coming up. Oh, my God. I goodness. had an email typed out in my draft to you guys from a few months ago, but never hit send. Oops. Sorry. Actually, he said ops. Here it is. Oh, this is fun. Can you guess which episode it was? So he wrote this email months ago, never sent it. Let's go in the gar. Bosco won't know because he doesn't. I tried it. Listen, was I in it? This is more for what you were. Okay. So this is now, I'm reading his email from months ago. Good morning to the GarCast. It's been a while and wanted to check in. I have the opportunity to listen to the cast at my desk this morning, so why not? I'm not sure what episode it is, either are we, as the show's opening was not the usual opening. Hmm, first hint. Kind of funny. You did have a recording incident once, Gar, when you had stuff misplaced. Remember that? I did have... I usually try to fix them, but... He, he's an early listener. He may have got it before you fixed it. Yeah. All right. One. I missed the transition, but how did the show go from an entertaining Den Bob regatta story to weird stories of UFO, spaceman, and abductions. Sounded like Den Bob was on a roll with hotel breakfasts. Well, this is the giveaway. Matt, it's good that you're here. Meeting Claire's parents and empty bottles on the shelf. Love the stories. We get, we're we going to get into Claire next. We're going to have to go. Claire's going to have to be another episode. Oh, well, how timely. All right, we'll talk right now. Claire's still around? <laughs> she in play? Yeah, she's coming to visit uh, July 7th. She's coming to town. Is that when your parents are away? <laughs> no, uh, you get in her uh, hotel room, or she shack it up. And oh, she, she could stay with your grandparents. She could stay here. She could stay in the COVID super spreader house. <laughs> well, then we make a stop at Defoe. We're gonna have to stop at the Defoe's house. Anthony's uh, friend Nick DeSalvo. You guys know DeSalvo, right? Yeah. Like he came back to Long Island. He just like sleeps in my basement for days when he comes down to Long Island. Really? Yeah. Takes showers down there. Comes and goes as he needs. Is he <laughs> one of those kids whose parents like moved away when he went to college? Yes. Yeah. Oh, yeah. There's always those kids. Yeah. yeah I, there's two of them. I, I'm not sure where Evan's been staying. And Evan is a listener, I think. Um, Evan? Apartment. E huh? 
Evan has an apartment, I think. Does he still? Oh, I may not have it anymore, but I know they just like threw him an apartment. Yeah, I remember stuff. that, but yeah, he's he was in the neighborhood. He was here last night, apparently. Look at that. And by guys? the way, speaking of girls, you know, Anthony has a girlfriend now. Yeah, breaking news. Highway, so he has to only visit her. She's in Floral Park. Wait, what? She's from Floral Park? Oh, no, no, I'm sorry. Uh, Franklin Square, same thing. Oh, right next door. Interesting. She actually, I, I, we looked her address up. She lives like right by where I used to live in Elmont, like very close. You know who might know her? Newest listener, John Callia, lives over there. Hmm. Oh. Are we ready to toss her name out on No, I'm not doing that to him oh. or her. Is it She's yet? a really, really nice girl. Very sweet. Oh. Huh? Have you met her? How have you met her? Yeah, we met her. She she came out here one night. Um, Anthony took the Jeep and he took her for a drive. It was one of the nice days. So the, the doors were off and they were driving around. They went to Long Beach. They had oh, a great boy. night. Nice. Christine was a, begging uh... to go to dinner with them. We were at... Um, Spontino's and he was going to the restaurant right next to there, Del Fuego. <laughs> Are we going to see the boat? Come on, take us yeah. with you, then, Bob. Yep, you're going to come see the boat and then we're going to sign off. All right, I heard this, by the way, I heard Anto's girlfriend wore a mask when she came in your house. No, she definitely did not, but it is a super spreader house. Right. Um, do you want to talk about it alone quick while he's No, walking? no, no. You can't. Yeah. I've done, I've, right. I've, I've, stop. I made a mistake once and didn't finish an email. Let me finish this. Oh, it's not done? No. Almost done. Holy mackerel. Great, great circus train trivia from Mike. Love the old track knowledge. Funny, I talked about circus earlier. I think you should call Marco for a train track history lesson. Three. Wow, a crazy Ivan. Four. The other Mike Revan comes up. That's Roman's 100th anniversary gal at the Plattdeutsch. I'll be sure to share the story with him. Five. Happy birthday, Braxteen. I feel like it's been a while since birthday shout-outs were done. Happy summer, Robbo. That was last summer, probably. Wow. That's great. I, I muted Den Bob again because these guys are talking and washing boats. Yep. Um, I am. Oh, wait. There's the, there's the boat. There's yeah, the boat. we've been looking at the boat while you were reading that. There's Gar Casting. Look at that. Looks good. Even though Colleen wants to name it Snacks. Did we tell Dennis that Matt lets Nick drive that thing all the time? We. No, I'm only kidding. Well, it says Q West, huh? Nice boat. Beautiful. You're on mute. You're on mute, Dippy. You got to unmute yourself, buddy. <laughs> what a tool. He All right, fellas. That Have looks a like a nice boat, one. Bosco. Take it easy. See ya. Bye, Matt. Oh, there he is. See you, Matt. There he is. Let me tell you. I don't think... Um, oh, Bosco's still here. Yeah, Wait. I'm listening. What All are right, you just say? listen to us. Mute yourself and listen. So I don't have to edit. I don't think Matt's your son. He doesn't look like you. Huh. It doesn't sound like you. Like Gary's kids, they look just like. Them. I don't know. I don't know. It's crazy. Anyway, suspicious alone. Is that what you say? Yeah. So you're caught up now, right? Now if, so three we're going to talk right? spoilers for sure here. Yeah. So, yeah. Spoiler alert. Spoiler alert. Um, the guy who left, what a tool, knew that was going to happen. Dude, the weakest. Like it was so obvious that he was weak. Pathetic. He was singing the first day and talking about how bad his parents were. And I'm like, Ugh, yeah, no, no. you don't my, seem I strong enough. I my girlfriend and my dog. Yeah. And then he felt bad that he killed a squirrel. Dude, if you can't kill a squirrel, then you need to go because you're not going to live. Yeah. My father-in-law used to trap them on the side of the house and drown them in a garbage pail. <sighs> but then you actually had someone that would legitimately feel bad for a squirrel in episode three. I actually yeah. felt bad a little bit. But I would have gone and gotten the second one that was crying. Yeah, when the when the he, so the for those who don't know, shoots a squirrel. It was a woman shoots the squirrel with a oh, bow. She snared, she snared oh, him, snared. right? 
snare line. Sorry. Yeah. Dead body waiting there. And these squirrels are loud bastards, man. The whole forest is chirping squirrels. Yeah. They were all mad at her. And then the other squirrels come and she's like, okay, I'll allow you to visit him one last time. Right there, Gar would have smacked that squirrel and had Totally. Right over the head. I didn't feel bad about it. I just thought it was kind of a cool moment to know that animals do care about each other. I don't know. Do they care or was he just, uh, is it just instinct? I don't know. I don't know. Anyway, get that squirrel a lawyer, I say. (laughs) And then the opposite of the pansy who left is the guy we both like, the 46-year-old. What's his name? Because he just seems to be really enjoying himself. Dude, he's having a ball. He's catching fish. He ha- he's caught so many fish, he had to build a place to keep all the fish. But he shot the beaver too, right? And then he shot the beaver. And so we were talking about, I, you, you, we were talking yesterday before you had seen that scene, because I knew it was at the end. Yeah. And we were talking about how these guys want to get a bear. But I don't know how they're going to kill a bear with those bows and arrows. They're very there primitive no bow way. and arrow. There's no way. The, so the beaver took the arrow and just swam away. He took two arrows, I think, right? I think he missed the first one. The, <laughs> there is no way you would stand there in front of a bear and be like, okay, thump, and hit right. it. Because you got to be close. And you're going to need more than one arrow. Even if it eventually dies from the wound, it would die like hours later from bleeding. And before that happens, it would eat you. There, there, there's what, two guys that really think they're going to get a bear, right? No one's getting a bear. Juan Pablo thinks he's getting a bear. Oh, Juan Pablo, I am going to shoot a bear because <laughs> if I get a bear, I'll be able to live here for a long time and eat the bear. I won't be happy because I figure if I'm already upset, I can't get upset. <laughs> he is an interesting cat, that guy. He's wild. And the guy with the hair, he thinks he's getting a, um, a bear also. But that dude wasted two arrows shooting in the sky at a bird and then was he the same dipstick that was doing target practice he's gonna lose one doing target practice i think so yeah he, he finally killed a bird I, the guy was embarrassing himself he missed Did he kill the bird eight. with the axe is he the one no 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 he got one on episode three with the bow okay but he yeah, said yeah, he yeah, yeah right he missed his first eight shots <laughs> oh oh and then there was the guy right he's cutting wood la 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 i think i hear a grouse goes off camera and comes back. He freaking hit the grouse with a saw. I love that guy. I mean, it's not, it's not, it's not a shovel and killing. Um, what did, um, what did that dude kill? He killed, uh, um, um, yeah, that you remember that? Sure. Whatever. It must, I, there was a shovel murder. Yeah. What the hell did he kill with it? Oh, like a nasty animal. Oh, the, uh, was it a wolverine? wolverine? He killed yeah. a wolverine with a yeah, freaking yeah, yeah. shovel. Right. I mean, that's pretty, that's pretty badass. That's pretty badass. But I'll take a grouse with an axe. Yeah. We season's har- excellent. It's a harbor <laughs> seal. Yeah, I like the season. Should but be it's- really good. These people are all very good. Except for the pansy. And he's gone. So we're, we got nine left. And I think we're about 20 days in maybe. Who do you think is the next to go? Oh, well, there was a preview of a guy who had stomach pain. He must have eaten bad berries. Did oh, was see, there? Did you see? I, yes. The, I didn't watch the previews. There was one of those. We've seen it on every every season of Alone. I think it was the guy who, the bald guy. The one that's eating seaweed? No. He wasn't the seaweed eater, was he? The guy, they haven't shown him in a while, who like lived with his parents in Alaska. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. He was like yes. bent over in his hut, just like moaning. 
and he's like, oh, my stomach and my head. It usually means you ate something you're not supposed to eat. Yeah. So yeah, that could be guy. I'm going to look. I actually, I, I put a prediction down for the next one out for me. Let me see what I wrote. I wrote it on that spreadsheet. That I got to get in the sheet. But um, let me see who I picked. I'm rooting for a female winner. First time I picked people. Igor, which I think is the guy we were just talking about. No, no, Igor's the Ruski, but he's got hair. Oh, he's the guy with the mustache. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I picked Igor as the first one. He seems kind of soft. Igor could be a little soft. Right? Yeah. You know who I think is a good wild card is the doctor. Oh, the Asian guy. Yeah, I don't know how good his his skills are for for this. Well, he was in the military in Canada, which is probably one of the softest militaries in the world. But Right, I mean, what do they do? They chase squirrels, right? But... He did survival cold training or something. I, I, I haven't, I think I got him going to the final two. He was in, his, his one and only appearance so far. He was very impressive. Oh, I, I actually made him a top three finish. Yeah. He's very impressive. Yeah. I, I, I like I him agree. and they haven't showed him a lot, which might be a good sign. Good sign. They keep showing that woman who spent two weeks building her shelter into the hill. That I, is Jesse, right? I feel like she may have burned way too much energy building that shelter. Dude, that thing is, it's a house. I know, but it's a lot of work. By the time she finishes, she's going to be starving. Although she put on a lot of weight. Yeah, I mean, that's why you do it, right? So we shall see. We shall see. It's been, it's been excellent. If you're not watching it, make sure you get in there and start watching it. It's very enjoyable. Yeah, it's an awesome show. Awesome Fantastic. show. Um, no sports this week. So congratulations, Gretchen. Yeah, and uh, well, the Rangers went down. That's all right. What are you going to do? Who won uh, last night? The uh, Avalanche won in overtime. Oh, so they're up one nothing. Should be. It looks like it'd be a good series. Oh, what was the score? I think it was four to three. Oh, a lot of goals. They were up three one in the second, and Tampa put two in in like forty eight seconds, tied oh. up three three. Seen that before? Fell asleep during the third period and woke up to find out that they won in overtime. I think they mm. won. I don't know if it was a minute in or a minute left in overtime in the first period, but it was, gotcha. it was a very quick or kind of late in the period. Not sure. right. I heard them mention 123, but I don't know if they were talking how much time is in or remaining. But anyway. Got it, bro. So, um, yeah, I guess that's going to be it, huh? Got to wrap this dog up make Rob happy. Got another call, I'm sure. Absolutely, bro. All right. Well, until next time, be Gar-ripping. Gar out. Sky.